Hello and welcome to PCBC's Throwback Thursday podcast. Whether you're watching or just listening, it's so good to have you with us this week. And I am super pumped to be here with Pastor Sean. We're going to be talking about the message from this past Sunday morning. And we had a guest speaker with us on Sunday. Dr. Jim Austin was with us and we had our first ever church-wide D-Now. The theme for it was Mayberry's gone and it ain't coming back. And we've been hyping this up for quite a while now. And unfortunately, I wasn't here to experience it in person, but I've heard incredible things about what went on this last Sunday. So we're going to jump into his message here in just a second. But is there anything you'd like to comment on on the D now in general before we do that? Before I do that. Why weren't you here Sunday? I was in California. California? Yeah, it's where, it's where my husband's from, and his birthday is this week. So we went to California to visit his family over the weekend. Got it sunburned was such too, a huh? short trip. Oh, yeah. It was my own fault. I didn't put on sunscreen. I know that I shouldn't have done that, but I did. Welcome back. Anyway. Glad to have you back. <laughs> Thanks. Well, we did miss you, but it was a fantastic time. Uh, Dr. Jim Austin, or as I affectionately know him as Pastor Jim, served with him several years ago as his student pastor in a mega church northeast of Atlanta, and uh, it was just, it was really good to be back with him, but also to hear him share God's word. Hmm. Uh, what powerful and practical teaching that he did! Why don't you review, if you would, his points, and then I would like to comment on at least one or two of them, or maybe them collectively as a whole, as one thing that really stood out. But just so that our viewers uh, and or our listeners can be reminded of a snapshot of what he presented, why don't you review his main points? For sure. And I'm excited to hear you explain these a little bit, because he sent me this outline beforehand so that we could put together his sermon slides. And as I was going through these, I was like, man, this this is going to be some awesome stuff. It was good. So he preached out of Jeremiah 29 verses 1 through 7. And the six key points he brought out from that was, number one, settle down where I have placed you. Number two, remember I have placed you there. Three, enjoy where I have placed you. Four, grow where I have placed you. Five, have a vision for where I have placed you. And six, be a blessing where I have placed you. So the primary thing that stood out to me was this whole idea of where I have placed you. Because mm. if you notice, all six of his points centered around where God had placed his people. Yeah. They were in exile. And uh, like many today, as he brought out, uh, with the whole theme of Mayberry's gone and it ain't coming back, we often look back at the way things used to be and say, man, I wish the music was like it used to be. I I wish we did church like we used to be. Where's the potluck we used to have? Uh, What happened to the color of the carpet I don't like the new carpet. I mean, just a number of things that if we're not careful, we can look back to where we used to be and say, that's where I want to be. But what Pastor Jim brought out that uh, God showed the prophet Jeremiah was, you are where you are because I'm in control and I placed you there. Mm. So the idea is they were in exile uh, in Babylon and, and the ways of the Babylonians were prevalent in the culture they were placed in. And obviously, it is good that they did not want to adopt the ways of the Babylonians. But what Pastor Jim pointed out, that God's word 
taught in and teaches in that passage is we are to plant where God has placed us. And yeah, we're not to become like the culture, but we're to live in the culture or people will not have an opportunity to know who God is. Yeah, We are his change agents in the world. And he says, plant where I placed you, prosper where I placed you, uh, be a blessing to those that you're around right where I placed you. I, as I was thinking through our time together today, I'm also reading through some of Paul's letters. And in 1 Thessalonians uh, chapter 1, uh, a verse really stood out to me. Before I share that verse, l- let me remind you that in Acts chapter 17, we learn that as Paul was on a missionary journey, that he was only in Thessalonica, the Bible says, for three Sabbaths. So in Acts chapter 17, verses 1 through about 9 or 10 there, it gives us a snapshot of the planting of the church in Thessalonica. And Paul was only there for three Sabbaths. That, that means at the most, three weeks. So he planted this thriving church in Thessalonica in just three weeks. So I question, how in the world did he do it? We look back in the 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 5. It says, Paul writes, Because our gospel came to you not simply with words, but with power, with the Holy Spirit, and with deep conviction. Now, that's the first half of the verse. The second half I really want to talk about that applies uh, to what Pastor Jim showed us out of Jeremiah uh, this past weekend. But l- let me not brush over this. Let me talk about it just for a second. Notice that when Paul planted this church in Thessalonica, which was a godless place at the time, he his very brief ministry that planted a thriving church was done in power with the Holy Spirit and with deep conviction. Well, the power came from the Holy Spirit, but how does he get it? Paul was a person of prayer. Paul spoke of prayer all through his 13 letters Mm. uh, to the churches and to Timothy and Titus. So we need to bathe our life in prayer and pray for, as Jeremiah uh, talked about and Pastor Jim pointed out, Babylon, Mm -hmm. right where we're placed in this post-Christian world that is patterned after Babylon, a godless world. We need to make sure we are bathing our life and our witness in prayer because it is through prayer that God will awaken within us the filling of the Holy Spirit so that we can experience his power every day in our life and in our witness. It's key to remember we never lose the presence of God, but the power of God is not always present in our life. Yeah. Paul talked about that and Pastor Jim pointed out this weekend in Galatians 5. There's the power of the flesh that lives within us and the power of the spirit that lives within us. So we're challenged to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit on a continual, a perpetual, consistent basis. His presence never leaves us, but his power doesn't always fill us because sometimes we're filled with our own self and the self and the spirit do not work together. Mm -hmm. We've got to crucify self and allow the spirit to be awakened in us to experience his power. His presence never leaves, but his power comes and goes depending on how obedient we are in our life. So Paul said he operated in power in the Holy Spirit. So as he prayed and surrendered, then yielded, the power of spirit worked in him, and it came from deep conviction. How did that deep conviction come? Like Pastor Bill has been pointed out the past few weeks, and Pastor Jim reiterated again, there 
in Jeremiah talking about living in Babylon, we have to live based on the truth. The word of God has to be real in us and alive in us. And that only comes from deep conviction, meaning spending time in his word and allowing God to speak with us. But listen to the last part of 1 Thessalonians 4. Remember this idea of where God has placed us. Quit looking back to Mayberry, although there's some great memories and we should never forget those, but we can't live in those. The past is behind us and that's where it should stay. Hmm. That's where Pastor Jim pointed out, uh, Philippians 3, Paul says, forgetting what is behind us and press toward the goal. Talking about heavenward. We're to look heavenward and make a difference right where he's planted us. Look at what Paul did while he was in Thessalonica. He said, you know how we lived among you for your sake. Paul was accentuating the fact that we lived among you. Notice he didn't say we hid among you. We operated in a commune among you. We stayed in our holy huddle among you. He said, no, we lived among you. Just like Pastor Jim was pointing out in, from Jeremiah in this whole idea of Babylon, this Babylonian aged world that we live in this post-christian era we're not to hide in our little holy huddles no we're to go outside of the church and we're to live among the babylonians in other words we're to live among the lost people and we're to live among them in such a way that they recognize that something is different because of our obedient lifestyle to the lord jesus christ and what's one of the things that he calls us to do in following his commands he says pray for those who persecute you he says, love your enemies. In other words, those that are not like us, those that are far from God, we're to pray for them. We're to love them. And we cannot do that if we don't do what the Apostle Paul did and what Pastor Jim challenged us to do. And that is live among them. And he also says, for your sake. Mm -hmm. He lived among them for their sake so that they would be open to hearing the gospel. He went on in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8 and said this, because we loved you so much, we delighted to share with you not only the gospel of God, but our lives as well. Yes, God's called us to share the gospel with lost people, but the gospel flows best through the webs of relationship. And Paul understood this. That's why Paul said, we lived among you and we, we, we delighted to share the gospel, not only the gospel of God, although that's preeminent in what we share. He says, but we also shared our life with you. We have to get involved in Babylon. That doesn't mean we become like the Babylonians. Sorry. That means that, sorry, my phone is talking to me. My phone's excited because of what God's doing. God wants us to plant where we are and he wants us to prosper where we are. And in the actual passage in Jeremiah, it says, get married, have children, do life with the Babylonians mm -hmm. because it's through those relationships that the gospel message would flow as we interact with people, as we relate to people. They will be far more open, open to hearing about the glorious gospel of the Lord Jesus that has changed our lives. Yeah. Mayberry's gone and it is not coming back. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. We can build a much brighter future with God's help, mm. as long as we operate in power with the Holy Spirit and from deep conviction. Yeah, I love just to kind of wrap all that up. 
in Jeremiah 29, I guess it's verse 7, it ends by saying, And seek the peace of the city where I have caused caused you to be mm. carried away captive, and pray to the Lord for it. For in its peace, you will have peace. 100%. And I love that. It's kind of like what you were talking about a second ago in what you were reading from First, First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians. Um, for your sake. Yeah. Like in the peace that you experience through ministering to and praying for these people, in their peace, you will have that peace as mm. well. It's just like when we're doing what we're called to do, that is the most satisfied and fulfilled we could ever be, 100%. period. That's, that's the idea that we're blessed to be a blessing, and in being a blessing, we're more blessed. Absolutely, 100%. Love Seeking it. the welfare of our city, and we cannot do that unless we live among them. Right. We have to leave the church house to go change the world. Mm -hmm. the, the days of saying, come here, come here, come here, or back in Mayberry. Right. Not many people are open to come here, but they are open to come and hearing mm -hmm. as long as we're calling them when we're in their midst. For sure. We have to be with them, seeking their welfare. Good stuff. Well, it is awesome to talk about that and kind of wrap up that whole theme for us. And then moving forward to this Sunday, we're starting a brand new sermon series. Super excited. Not going to reveal exactly what it's all about. Oh, we got to come yet. and see. You have to come and see. Yeah. And remember, as always, if you can't be here physically, you can always join us online at pcbc.tv. And we are so excited to be able to worship with you on Sunday morning. But for now, we hope you have an awesome week. God loves you. And so do we. Take care. <laughs>